Welcome to the family with Tevin Pittman, Andy Rappernard, and Cassie Schrader. You know, Donald Trump made fun of Nancy Pelosi's teeth the other day. And I still, the President of the United States, he's 72 years old, he goes, yeah, she was talking, and her teeth kind of fell out. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Oh, that's the worst. And somebody's talking, all of a sudden their dentures come loose. Oh, oh. Okay, yeah, that's not a good thing. Yeah, it's not pretty. But I'm pretty sure she didn't, she didn't have dentures. She's a billionaire. She's I'm not going to sure have plates. Right. I'm, well, who knows? Yeah, maybe that's true. That is true. But, uh, yeah, I just was like, are you kidding me? Do they have a good dental care plan? So, yeah, that's why the only reason I brought that up is because Catherine is at the dentist right now. So if she comes back and her teeth fall out, you know why. <laughs> <laughs> you know why. Floppy gums. We'll be back with the family. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. So what's the latest? Oh, well, latest is we're representing people who are injured through no fault of their own. Uh, people come to us, we talk to them about what their rights are. We talk to them about things that, you know, adjusters would call them up and ask them about. And we represent people in order to get them justice for the injured. And have been for a long time. Very, very successful, no question. I, I, you know, I do meet a lot of your clients. They come up to me on the street and whatever, and they talk about this, that, or the other thing. And they both say... Why do you guys hang out with Doug Sprinthal? And I just had no answer. For <laughs> he just looks away, you big baby. In any case, that's the whole deal. So people, they got any problem whatsoever, personal injury or other legal problems, whatever, they just reach out to Brad, Sean, Bryant. Yeah, Joe and I have both been president of the trial lawyers for the state. So we talk to people about all sorts of issues. The consultation is always free, and that's what we do. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean, Bryant. Tom here from my friends at Walzer Automotive Group with some exciting news. Walzer is rolling out Walzer Care on new and most used cars they sell in Minnesota. Well, Walzer Care is a powertrain warranty with coverage for 10 years or 150,000 miles. Powertrain coverage is like major medical coverage for your car. Engines, transmissions, all the really expensive stuff is covered. In addition, Walzer Care includes 24-hour roadside assistance. Lock your keys in your car, run out of gas, have a flat tire. Guess what? Walzer has your back. The best thing about Walzer Care, it's free with purchase. That's right, I said free. So, if you're shopping for a new or used Subaru, Honda, Nissan, Mazda, Toyota, Buick, GMC, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram, Hyundai, or Chevrolet, see my friends at Walzer and get Walzer Care for free. Somebody, sister. No, that's not <laughs> it. I don't know. I just thought I'd make up oh, lyrics your as I go lyrics. along. The wife of a county commissioner in Georgia is facing battery and disorderly conduct charges after an incident Friday before a budget meeting. The Washington Post reports that all-on-Georgia reporter Cassie Bryant, yeah, Cassie, typical, oh, stop. was in the conference room to cover the meeting, which included, it says Ch- Chattooga County Commissioner, but then at the bottom of the story it says Chattanooga Times Free Press. So is there a Chattanooga Times Free Press and a Chattooga, or do they just misspell Chattanooga? Yeah, I think they just misspelled. Yeah. You think so? From. Yeah. All right. Uh, in any case, uh, Cassie Bryant was in the conference room to cover the meeting, which included Chattooga County Commissioner Jason Winters. Um, you can be seen. He can be seen in an All on Georgia video at the head of the table before the meeting was set to get underway. Bryant is not visible in the video. Suddenly, at a, around the one-minute mark, the sound of liquid splattering can be heard, and Winters can be seen saying, Oh, my God. While a female voice is heard saying, I'm sick of it. Winters can then be seen nodding as if in approval. Another female voice is heard saying, oh, that's classy. WZQZ News, which also was in attendance at the meeting, says what happened out of frame was that Abby Winter, the commissioner's wife, dumped a soft drink on, a soft drink on Brian's head. A t- tweet from the Chattanooga Times Free Press reporter shows two images of Bryant, her hair, face, and coat streaked with the beverage, ice cubes on the floor around her, all on Georgia. Uh, reports that a witness, uh, do they mean all eyes on Georgia? All on Georgia makes no sense. Yeah, I would think all eyes. All on Georgia. Chattooga County is actually a real thing. Chattooga is yeah, a real thing. Yep. Okay, well, thank you. A little... Hey, you should come to work at KQ Morning Show. You research and everything. Uh, yeah, in any case, ice cubes on the floor around her. All on Georgia reports that a witness called 911, and several witnesses said Abby Winters said more than once that Bryant deserved it. Her husband, meanwhile, called what happened an accident, but also said Bryant deserved what happened to her. Per WZQZ News, which notes that the Winterses have been miffed about things Bryant has said about them on social media, in the report, Abby Winters 
told authorities she tripped. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm sick of it. That's why I tripped accidentally. Yeah, okay. Whatever you say, lady. That's what all I have to say to you is whatever you say. Right? Oh, absolutely. Like, and I like how they say she deserved it, but it was an accident. Like <laughs> she deserves an accident, but even if it wasn't an accident, she still deserved. <laughs> you deserve this accident. I'm sick to death of you. Yeah, why don't you calm down? How about that? Why don't you dial her back? You're not supposed to have two drinks anymore. This is a, a pretty big drinking season going into the holidays, particularly on New Year's Eve. Well, the Australian Health Council now says that alcohol guidelines for the they changed them for the first time since uh, 2009. So who stopped making money? That's the problem here. If you've been feeling pretty good about your alcohol consumption, making sure you to never go over the recommended maximum of two drinks per day, we have some bad news for you. You have to start uh, keeping it to 1.4 drinks a day. Well, But you know what's going to... I remember, and I can't say who it was, but it was a close friend's dad. A good buddy of mine's dad went in to the hospital because it was, I don't know, he was, he was a huge drinker, mm-hmm. right? And he comes home. And we go over his house to see him and, you know, hey, how you feeling? Everything good? He goes, well, the doctor told me I can only have one drink a day now. So, you know, it's, I'll get used to it. It's going to take a while, but I'll get used to it. Came out of the kitchen with a drink in a two-quart pitcher. <laughs> he literally had the old two-quart pitcher, and that was his drink. as one drink a day. He's not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> You got to start somewhere. <laughs> and, of course, he had about 15 parliaments in his mouth at the of same course. time. Smoking and drinking out of the two-quart pitchers. Like, and I doubt there was any mix in there. Yeah, no. If it's straight vodka again, it <laughs> might be a problem. Yeah, you can have a problem with that two-quarts-a-day habit of yours. That's not going to fly too well. And eventually, by the way, the two-quart-a-day thing. The reason I'm assuming there was no mixer in there is because they cut off one of his legs about six months later because he lost all. What do, what do they do? And you lose blood flow or something? Probably. I mean, that's what happens. They just don't get any blood flow to the legs, so they have well, to lop I'm her off. I'm guessing he was diabetic. Yes, I think that's exactly what it was. So that's what does that do to your leg? Well, alcohol gets metabolized into sugar, so. And then, yeah, Ooh, that's in good. diabetes, yeah, the blood flow just doesn't work right. Well, speaking of diabetes. We have a person on the line, Tim Lammers, who is a diabetic. Oh, he can answer the question. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Let me let me start. I'm going over in late on this conversation. I don't know. What, what do you want to know? I'm, I got plenty of experience with me and my kids. I got this. I had to start this section over again. I'll just do it. I'll, I'll do the countdown. Hold on. One, three, two, one. Yeah. So Lammers is mentally ill. So it, <laughs> oh, wait a minute. What happened? Yes, I am. Yes, yes I am. You, yes, you got I me. Am. What's happening, man? Oh, not a lot. Uh, just coming in on the diabetes conversation. I don't know what you're talking about. but Oh, I was talking about a friend of mine's dad drank so much that they had to lop off one of his legs when he was like 58 oh, years old. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you got you to gotta take care of that. So, look, I, 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 diabetics can drink, okay? They mm-hmm. can. Okay. What the effect is is that it, it jacks up your blood sugar, then it drops yep. it really low. And that's why it's dangerous, especially overnight, if somebody goes on in a bender and they're diabetic, it could drop really low and be really dangerous mm-hmm. if they're passed out. Um, but personally, I have not drank since, well, it's been like 28 years because, you know, if it's, if it's a potential problem, get it out of the way. You know, so I just stopped drinking and, and uh, that was it. There you go. Catherine just got here and I know that because I heard all kinds of banging in the other room. What were you doing over there? Oh, you're Santa Clausing it up? Santa Claus. Oh, here comes Santa Claus. Here comes Santa Claus. Right down Santa Claus. Lane. So, Turtle Tommy, we have, quite a, we have quite a teetotalers club, me and you, with, with no drinking. And yeah, you I don't, don't think drink. Fansevere drinks. Uh, Mordahl doesn't drink. Mordahl doesn't drink. Yeah. Uh, is there anybody else? Um, I don't know. Yeah, we've got a bunch of non-drinkers over there. And then we got Tevin <laughs> to make up for it. keeps you out of trouble. It keeps you out of trouble, man. Uh, I haven't stabbed anyone in seven years, so that's good. <laughs> seven years. Baby steps. you got to start something. Baby steps, baby. All right, hey, man, i got a, I got a delivery. I'll be right back. Oh, I'm only getting a delivery when I'm on the phone with okay, you Okay, Mr. Christmas. Is that time right, of year? Hold on. 
It is that time of year, no doubt about it. Well, you have to be careful because you get those porch pirates who likes mm-hmm. to take your packages. Do you see that prick that wrote a note? Yes. Oh. Wait, what? He wrote a thank oh. you note for leaving your pack, leaving your package out on your porch so oh. I can take it. Yeah, I got wow. the story right here. Oh, and when you. Timmy comes back, he... <laughs> what the hell? Yeah, I told see? you not to spend any money on him. <laughs> what are you doing? He deserves some candy. See, I put up with, I put up <laughs> with you. Okay, you have to put up with me. Is that what it is? <laughs> so, here, this is for you putting up with Tom. Did you know that? Oh, did you know that dessert spelled backwards is stressed? <laughs> Desserts. Desserts backwards is spelled. stressed. Yes. It is. Is that hey, one yours? I don't know which one. Desserts and stress. Hello. There, oh, there I am. There Hello. she is. There's Turtle Dove right now. Just hurry ahead the button and see which one works. <laughs> okay. Here we're, I is. We're going to be real happy. Timmy's out getting a, uh, getting a package. So Getting a hamburger? And, yeah, he means his neighbors just got delivered and he's yes. going to go across the street. <laughs> yeah. go steal it. Sneaky, sneaky. What's in, uh, CNN calls a real-life Grinch has struck in St. Paul, Minnesota, by the way, this happened. Shocking. Leaving a homeowner quite flabbergasted, the local police proclaiming Bah Humbug, WCCO and Pioneer Press report that Hillary Smith ordered a Christmas gift for her boss via Amazon. It arrived Wednesday in a package left on her her porch around noon per a text message she received. When Smith got home from work around 5 p.m., however, there wasn't any package to be seen, but there was a handwritten note. Just a quick little thank you for leaving me the opportunity of stealing your package. Very nice of you. It was signed, the new owner of your package. How big a prick are you? It, it's Complete just... prick. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was, I was talking to you. You shouldn't say that yeah, about yourself. I know, I know. No. Doesn't that just piss you off, though? I God, know. God, the freaking nerve of people. Oh, you're such a jerk to do that to somebody. Well, uh. like I said, they're making it legal to steal so why not yep, just right. steal you can, that, what is it nothing wrong with it again? 950 or something 950 dollars like go ahead and steal all you want and they don't yeah. even take you you don't even get arrested anymore nope you, these people go right into the shops they take 950 dollars to the they have a calculator they go right out in the street they sell it and they go right back in <laughs> it's unbelievable how we're putting up with this i i you need we need the mafia to... in California. We do need the mafia. You're absolutely <laughs> the mafia's right. got to make a comeback. Hey, you stole my package. Guess who's dead? Yeah, right. exactly. You're, now your head is in a package. I like yeah. it. <laughs> I like it. What's in the box? <laughs> that, that was, was a good one. one. You're kind of like the Godfather wow. of Harlem, man. Yeah. You're a, you're a no. mean Godfather. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Tevin, the mean godfather. I'm about right beheading, but. <laughs> oh my God, that's Why not? I watched The Irishman, so I'm in my mind. Oh, did you watch oh, it? Oh, yeah, we yeah, saw it too. So. Yeah, I thought it was good. I had to watch it in two chunks, which I didn't think I was going to have to do, but it was We long. watched it in one. We watched Only it in a couple one of chunk. breaks. Wow. Just one break, actually, five minutes. I took two. Oh, I you think took I fell two? asleep. <laughs> no, yeah, I, did. I really I did. liked it, and I yeah. loved the ending. Don't you think it's good for the youth of America to stop glamorizing and glorifying gangsters? Yeah, it, I mean, enough. Like back in the day, it was like, oh, it was the cool thing yeah, to yeah. see, you know, the mobster, the gangsters, right. and stuff like that. And yeah, oh, yeah. I just see the opposite. Story. All those hey, Tom, movies were glamorous. Like, and Catherine, or everybody, the, the, whenever they would show a little, uh, they put up a little um, uh, illustration of what happened to everybody. Yes, yes. No, it's not an illustration. You know what I'm talking about. A little, just a little, they, the couple of lines. Little text. Yeah, the they would, they little would text. introduce the character, and they would tell you how they got whacked. Yeah. yeah. Because most of them got whacked. My favorite, I can't remember which guy it was, but died by getting shot in the face eight times. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Tevin's like, yeah, yeah that's the way to do it. That's how to kill someone right there, they don't, man. They don't, it, it's funny because you would it introduced to a character and immediately they tell you how they died. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was funny. That was very funny, actually. It really was. And what they didn't live any, you know, they didn't live any better than really no. m- most people. Mm-hmm. They were very no. middle class to do no. all of that, you know, and possibly go to jail for life i don't think so plus you have to go to bed after killing fifty thousand people for no reason yeah i don't know yeah he didn't he didn't seem to have a problem with it no he did not you're absolutely right so yeah we we got the irishman i did see now that the uh the once upon a time in hollywood is now available uh on on uh roku so i'm trying to talk tom into watching marriage story have you seen that tim (laughs) 
Tim. Oh, did he go get another package? Tim. No, 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 no. I, I'm sorry. No, I did not. I, I, I'm going to see it this week, though. Get your hands off your package and talk. <laughs> Leave my packages out of this. I said package, um, not yeah, packages. Yeah, once upon a time in Hollywood, though, I, yeah, I think you should see it. I wasn't as big a fan of it as a lot of people were. Um, but, you know, it's just Tarantino is so full of himself. And, oh, and, no, no. and uh, you know, you get to the point where will this affect my viewing? And, and yes, it has affected my viewing. Yeah. I mean, he is so full. I mean, apart from all the, the, you know, the cops or murderers and all that crap that he said, he has just come off as such of an arrogant douche oh, he for is. so long he that it's just is. like you can just tell he is, he just, it, it, so self-indulgent. Yuck. But, you know, I, I just think it's overhyped. I, I, you know, I, I'm shocked that DiCaprio is nominated for Best Actor for Screen Actors Guild. I just don't think he's that... He's good, but I just don't think he's that great. You know? Eat, eat a, right. a, a, bear, a bear liver or whatever he did in that one movie. That's impressive. Who's never <laughs> eaten a bear liver? That, he's Come playing on. an actor, you yeah, know? exactly. No, you're exactly right, but... So, Marriage Story, you have not seen yet? No, no, I, I will, though. I, I, yeah, I am going to stream it. So. What about, what's the one with Brad Pitt? That's the Once Upon a Time in America. That's Once Upon a Time. Oh, oh no, Ad Astra, good. that's the one no, you're talking about. No, what is that? Oh, Ad, Ad Astra, Astra yeah. yeah. But Pitt is good. I like him in um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I, he definitely steals it, but... The guy, above all, he won't be nominated for whatever, but the guy who plays Bruce Lee in it, who's actually from Minnesota. Oh. Um, he is, Mike Moe is his name. Yep. He is Bruce Lee in the picture, and God, is he funny. And it's just such of a short scene, but the most memorable scene in the whole movie. All right, we're going to take a break in about one minute, but, Timmy, i got to remind you that Harvey Weinstein, even though you uh, said horrible things about him, that he was a rapist and sexually assaulted women. Oh, I thought women, Tim liked him. 80 women now. It's the number up to 80 women. And you, did you see his press release today? No. Yeah, I'm a forgotten person. A forgotten person. I've done more for women than anyone else alive today. It's unbelievable. It is unbelievable. Well, so maybe he did more. These people are so far gone, people like him. They really, he's crazy. Oh, is he? He's way around the bend. He's cuckoo. Yeah, he said he gave them roles. Of course, they had to, you know, have sex with him to get the roles, but he doesn't point that part out. No. I've opened the door for women in Hollywood. I've done more for women than anyone. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, he God. opens the door, then he locks it behind him. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. What a creep. What a God, creep. I that guy hate him. I know, it's unbelievable. Well, he's just a, he's a true narcissist, right? Yes. I mean, yes. down to the core. We shall take a break. Be right back with Timmy Lammers right after this. Tom Bernard with my buddy and CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Tell me, Michael, we've been talking about North American Banking Company for a few years now. One thing we've discussed is that the bank is locally owned and operated. Well, how does that benefit your customers? Tommy, projects and opportunities for expansion come up quickly for business owners. A locally owned and managed bank like North American Banking Company means decisions can be made just as quickly. We know Minnesota. We live in the communities we serve. So we have experience and firsthand knowledge for what's happening in your life where you live. That means decisions are made here. We don't ship them off or pass the buck someplace out of state. Finally, getting our customers quick answers allows them to take decisive action, and that's how business gets done. Man, Michael, you're getting good at this. Practice makes perfect. Uh, perfect? <laughs> Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. If you're one of those folks out there still putting up with contact lenses or dealing with glasses, think just for a moment, what would it be like to wake up to a clear morning and experience your day with all the freedom LASIK brings? Well, I'm living proof that dream can come true. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. With the new year right around the corner, it's time to set your sights on 2020 vision. Get $500 off LASIK through the end of the year at Whiting Clinic. If you're like me, not a big fan of glasses and contacts, then it's time for you to find out if you're a candidate for LASIK. Call 855-554-2020 or visit whitingclinic.com for your free LASIK consultation. The great people at Whiting Clinic will take fantastic care of you, just like they did for me. Imagine 2020 by 2020 and let 2020 be your best year yet with $500 off LASIK at Whiting Clinic. 
Offer expires December 31st, 2019. Both eyes only cannot be combined. Results may vary. Bobby Helms, ladies and gentlemen, Jingle Bell Rock. You know where you don't want to go today? Where? Costco. Oh, God, I can't even I imagine. Was I was just there. there. I, I, I buy a lot of the Christmas gifts for the oh. sponsors and stuff from Costco. Holy God. Did you buy the, Holy God, did you buy the stuff we were talking about last night? I don't remember what we were talking about last night. I've been—I was so sleep deprived the last few days. I don't know what we talked about. Sorry. Cheers. Oh no, no, I did not do that. Why not? Because you're dropping a ball, sister. Because I don't want to. Because <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to. Because I don't want to. That's why. I only have so many hours in I a day. I suppose you're right. She's I protesting. Suppose. I'm not going to do it. Not doing it. Ain't going to happen. Ladies and gentlemen, Tim Lammers with us. Timmy, what's going on in Hollywood? Well, I heard you mention it this morning, and I and I actually uh, sent Cassie a couple articles about Richard Jewell, and you know it hit the wall. I guess I'm somewhat not surprised because it doesn't have big stars to open it. Although that's never a guarantee anymore either. No, but God, no. Talking about Brad Pitt and Ad Astra, you know, um, but it's clear to me that um, when you have a film that's not going to get positive press it doesn't help it no and the reason it's not getting positive press at least from some circles is that eastwood does not pull back at all in showing uh this press feeding frenzy when richard jewell was deemed a suspect yep and and there was a great um response from the screenwriter his name is billy ray and he said that they're making a big deal about this reporter. See, the big controversy, and we talked about this already, is that uh, the film portrays this female reporter as trading sex for this tip that Jewel was a suspect. Now, um, they want a retraction, et cetera, et cetera. They're going to sue Warner Brothers. Um, so the, Billy Ray is basically saying, um, you're using that as a distraction from the fact that your newspaper severely effed up yeah, right. and reported this, you know, unsubstantiated deal. And, I, you know, I, I, I guess I, I don't know as far as the validity of whether this, this, this transaction happened or not, but I guess why did the film need it then? I, I don't know. Did they need it for drama's sake or whatever? It was such of a passing moment in the movie Honest to God, if you would have been um, eating popcorn, you know, put your hand down in a popcorn bucket for a second, you might have even missed it. Um, because the, the, the fact remains, the guy got hosed by the media. Oh, yeah, there's no question about that. They, he try, How many lives did he save? Do they have any idea how many people he saved? No, but, you know, again, he was, he was super cop. But he wasn't a cop. He was the uh, he's the, the security guard. He wanted to be a police officer. Right. Um, he spotted this thing, you know, at least according to the film, you know, and obviously I'm hoping the screenwriter does their due diligence and whoever. Right. Um, but they weren't taking him seriously. They were saying, no, no, this is, in all likelihood, this isn't what it is. This is what it is. And then they got the bomb person in there, and he says, this is what it is. And immediately, he and a bunch of other people sprung to action and cordoned off people and got them to move. So it's hard to say how many. But, you know, if he saved one life, that's a lot. Yep, absolutely. So, you know, that that's the whole thing about this. It, it, it he, he probably saved dozens, um, possibly hundreds, if, if you know, because this was a pretty nasty explosion. I mean, they, you know, I don't know how they reconstructed this bomb or whatever, but it was some pretty heavy-duty stuff. Um, it was a pipe bomb, I think, but it did it did kill one person, and one person apparently died of a heart attack. Right. Um, so, but again, whether it's one life or a or hundred lives, he saved a life or lives. And, uh, boy, he was just vilified. And as, and as I was telling you on, on KQ last week, uh, how Brian Gumbel all smug 
and everything goes after Richard Jewell's attorney. God, did they get the perfect actor to play Brian Gumbel? In oh, this really? Movie. Was it Tom? Oh Pittman? my God, it's unbelievable. <laughs> you got to see the movie. I mean, it. Look, it's the sort of movie that, yeah, maybe it didn't make a lot of money this weekend, but it probably didn't cost a lot to produce either. Right, right. Uh, and then, hopefully, at least even one nomination, you know, get a Kathy Bates in there, or even this Paul Walter Hauser, hopefully, will be a surprise nominee. Then, then um, that'll raise the profile of the film and, and, and probably help it out on home video. His name is not Paul Walter Hauser. Walter Hauser. Yeah, Paul Walter Hauser. <laughs> That's not his name. (laughs) It is Paul something Hauser, though. No, it is Walter. What? Walter with a T. Yeah. Yeah. I thought you said Walzer, like Paul Walzer Automotive Group. (laughs) Walzer.com. Because I think he might be. You know what, though? That would have been a good tie-in. He could have done a deal with the the Walzer Group if he... (laughs) Just don't bring your pipe bombs. No, it's Walter. No car bombs. We're good to go. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, so, so you know, the fact that it remains, the press needs to own up to some, some they, again, they destroyed this guy. It's not going to happen. They ruined his life. They They're, ruined it's not going to happen. They don't care. They couldn't care less. How do you not care about a human life? <laughs> That's what care. I don't understand. How do you not care that you destroyed a human being who died very young because of you? Because if you admit default, then you are li- then you open yourself to liability, mm-hmm. and you lose credibility. Even though you lose credibility because you're lying and everybody knows it, but people forget about that. But if you actually admit it, people know that that's true, and then they hold a grudge. Yeah, that's how it works. Yeah, and thank God this didn't happen in the era of Twitter, because the guy. Oh God! Can and, you imagine the stress? You know, who's to say? You know, he. He was, this was nine years after this happened that he died. But you can't say a traumatic event like that isn't going to shorten your life. It's going to shorten your life. I don't care. Yeah, yeah no doubt. Um, but it, in, in the age of Twitter, it would have drove him over the edge. The hatefulness on that platform. Did you hear my take you know? this morning on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and the national news and the newspapers and national radio? Did you hear my take on that? No, no, I didn't. What these people have to understand is whether it's a radio show or a television show or it's Hollywood or it's Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, those are not real people. It's people either playing a part or on Twitter, it's not a real person. It's their projected image of themselves. Uh, and they're, in real life, they would never say that to your face. They would never do that. But since there are no consequences for them, they just go after It's Those are not real people. Well, and there's marketing people that their job is, is to attack other companies, yes. other people, yep. to I try know. and drive them out of business. That's what they do for a I living. Know. I, I just People are filth now. What happened? We all put up, we're all putting up with it. That's what it is. I guess that's true. But, <clears throat> yeah, that's the whole thing. I, I, all of, Whether it's Instagram, Facebook, it's the news, radio, television, all of it, those are not real people. There are people doing a job. Newspaper reporters. Do you think they sit around at, at home and, and talk about other people like that? No. They would never do that. Let's see. They can blow themselves up to a bigger size so they can go after people in the newspaper. It's ridiculous. And they get all those likes, and then somehow that that um, right lends credence to whatever they're saying, which you know, yep, it's, it's just so hateful. You know what? One thing I really hate about Twitter is that some people, when they slam people, they try to be funny. Oh, Don't yeah. try to be funny because you're not funny. Because yeah, you're not <laughs> and funny. And it seems yeah. like most of the time these people are trying to be, you know, wise asses and funny, and it just oh, obviously people are falling for it. Otherwise, they yeah, would stop yeah. doing it. Well, everybody wants to be a much bigger, bigger uh, person than they really are. Everybody wants that. Not me. I want to be a hermit. Yeah. So thank God. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Thank God it wasn't around when 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 uh, uh, Richard Jewell in the age of Jewell. <laughs> because yeah, no doubt about oh, it. Oh man. Uh, you just it, realized. It, it just uh, I can't imagine the feeding frenzy that it was bad enough the way it was. But, uh, yeah, they illustrate it with, you know, like I say, there was an actor playing Brian Gumbel, but they had a lot of, you know, um, real footage from that time as well. Oh, did so they too? Okay. There's no disputing that. There's no disputing that at all. And then on top of that, I sent Cassie another article about this variety columnist that went after Eastwood. 
And it's apparent right yeah. away from the very beginning, first paragraph, it, this is all partisan. It's all political. He's going after yep. Eastwood because Eastwood's a conservative. Yep. Yep. You know, it's so true. Eastwood doesn't. The, the thing I love about Eastwood, he doesn't care. Obviously, because no. if he did care, then he would have kowtowed to people and he would have made a film that didn't offend people. And all. No, Eastwood is basically telling the truth is what he's doing. Right. Like right. he always has. And God, am I going to miss him when he no longer makes movies? Yeah, there won't but, be too um, many left like he's that. He's just a rare bird right now, mm-hmm. man, in, in movie making. He's not afraid to tell the truth. And people like Jack Nicholson say he can't, they can't handle the truth. Yeah, they can't handle the truth. They just can't. God, I miss him too. Jack Nicholson. God, he was great. You know, once in a while, you can spot a photo of him at a Lakers game. Oh, uh, I heard he's not looking too good. Uh, yeah, well, you know, I mean, he, he, um, that wasn't a, a, I wasn't a farting, by the way, that was my chair. You liar. Uh, <laughs> um, we didn't even hear it, so no, 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 over project. Hold on yourself. Yeah. <laughs> you called yourself on a fart. <laughs> yeah. Every time. This never happens. Every, any other time, but when I'm on the phone with you guys, it happens. Interesting. Um, but no, no, once in a while, I, in, in like the British tabloids, the last time I saw it, you know. It's hard to tell by looks. I mean, apparently he's suffering from dementia. Oh. I don't yeah. know. What are you going to do? Well, on the on the good side of things, I didn't even know he was alive, so. <laughs> oh, that's kind hey. of nice. <laughs> that's <laughs> negative. Who's what I like? It's a happy day. I found out he was alive. Let me just tell you something. <laughs> this, this is my life right now, okay? I'm looking across the table or down the table because Catherine's at the opposite end of the table, and she's coloring at a coloring book. I am. Alex and brought it in, and now I want to do it. It's addicting. And it's as totally she's addicting. doing it, by the way, just two minutes ago, she said, I want to be a hermit, which means I would no longer be in the picture. But other than that... Can't you be a hermit with a couple of people? <laughs> oh, just like a two, handful? Just a handful? hermit. Like a yeah. ten-person hermit? No. <laughs> just another <laughs> backstab from oh, Catherine. Yeah. It's actually really fun to watch hermit crabs fight, by the way. <laughs> do they do that sideways oh, move? How much? How many days does it take? Yeah, really. I was gonna say they're like the most dinkiest animal in the you universe. You see, like a clog doing this in there, and it's just like they're. I don't know. Can they even hurt each other? I don't think so. Yeah, it's like two kittens fighting. Neither has the capacity to harm it's like the other. Fight with Q-tips. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. It's all true. So in any case, we have so we Catherine and I have to watch Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yes. We have to watch Jewel, and then what else is? Yes. Up? What else should do we? Because Christmas season, I get to watch, you know, because I get all those all those screeners at the house, and we start watching oh, those. Um, I'm going to review it on Thursday along with Star Wars, um, but Bombshell. What's Bombshell? Um, the, the Fox News, uh, Richard Ailes, or what is it, Roger Ailes? Oh, Roger yeah. Ailes, yeah. It and. Honest to God, Charlize Theron. As you know, I'm not a big fan of hers personally. No, yeah. she's a, a handful. She was stuck on herself when I interviewed her 20 some years ago, and she was a complete nobody. So, but she can act, and the makeup transformation to turn her into Megan Kelly is unbelievable. Oh, I bet. Yeah, she looks really good as Megan Kelly. I saw the trailer for it. I'm like, this actually looks really good. I don't know if I'll see it in a theater. But... What the hell happened to Megan Kelly? She just went away. She was well, another one got too big paid, for her britches. Was it 20 million a year from NBC? Yeah. That lasted I'd, about 10 I'd minutes. I'd go away too. I think she called in sick. <laughs> yeah, probably did. Probably <laughs> got the contract and called in sick. a 10 million a year, I'd work for one year. And then I'd never work again. That's kind of what she did. I love that work ethic, months. Andy. Mm-hmm. Well, $20 million. We need dollars. still a really good work ethic. What the hell do you need to work at that point yeah, for? Because you might want $40 million. I don't know. <laughs> you got to pay your taxes. Honestly, I don't want $40 million. I need a hobby. Well, you can give it to me. Ah, <laughs> uh, I see. There you go. go so I'll spend I it see. wisely. <laughs> Are you going to start a new trend? Ah! Oh, okay, <laughs> Jackie Gleason. Norton, <laughs> that's all I have to say to you. Ah, in any case, so yes, we what, what was I just saying? We we have a couple to catch up on, and then what, what was the name of oh, Bombshell? That's what it was called, Bombshell. Bombshell, yeah, yeah. I do want to see that. I'd like to see that. Yeah, it it is it it's compelling stuff too. I mean, um, I will say the one thing that they did with it, and it's and you're look, this movie it's. Right away, you're going to eliminate half your audience because it's going to come off as a hit piece 
on Fox News. And obviously, it, it really is just much more than that. You know, this is right. about human beings uh, suffering, you know, abuse at the hands of this scumbag. Um, but the, I think the big mistake they made is they have a big star like Margot Robbie, who is, you know, obviously going to attract some eyeballs as well as Kidman and, right. and uh, um, Theron. But they make her a composite character. So when you do that sort of thing, then that gets into that gets fuzzy, and you can start making stuff up, you know. And, yep. and, and so I, I didn't know this till afterwards, but she plays such an important character in the movie. It would it just had so much more impact if it were based on a person like Megyn Kelly or uh, uh, Carlson. No, no, yeah, absolutely. We'll take a break. Be right back. More with Tim Lammers right after this. What are the things you want to avoid when it comes time to sell your home? Hey, it's Tom with my realtor, Chris Lindahl. If you're like most people, it's things like open houses, staging, decluttering, repairs, maintenance, and all the people coming through your house. Hey, Tom, the Guaranteed Offer Program from Chris Lindahl Real Estate was created for people like you so that you can avoid the things that you don't like doing when it comes time to sell your home. We have been presenting offers for homes in most price ranges. Homeowners are loving our guaranteed offer program, especially how much money they are making on their home sale without the inconveniences. So this program is for all price ranges and conditions, including perfectly maintained homes? Most homes do qualify. To see if your home qualifies, go to chrislindahl.com and click Get Offer right now. Will you be the next homeowner to accept an offer from our guaranteed offer program? Find out now. If you qualify, you will get an offer in 48 hours or less, and the best part is you get to pick a closing date that is convenient for you and close in as little as three weeks. Go to chrislindahl.com right now to see if you qualify or call 763-401-SOLD. That is 763-401-SOLD. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. Love this song. Come on, Devin, you gotta get up to dance. Greatest Christmas song of all time. It is a great Christmas song. This is the one he danced to in the video. Well, it would have been a great song if it was a white person doing it. (laughs) God, I'm picking on Tevlar. It's the greatest. He can't help himself. It's such a great It is a great song. It is. I listen to this all year round. Is this Mariah Carey? Yes. Who's she married to this week? I don't know. I don't know if she's married at all anymore. Is she? I think she's single. I don't think she got it together with anyone after uh, what's Nick his name? Cannon. Nick I think Cannon. Was the last one. Oh, she was in Nick Cannon. <laughs> I was gonna say yeah. Tevin Campbell. <laughs> Tevin Campbell. Yeah. Wrong guy. I she divorced. Mary. <laughs> divorced old Nick in 2016 and appears to be single. Okay, who was she married to before Nick Cannon? Tevin's like I got a chance. Tommy Matola. Tommy Matola. That's right. Tom, I worked with Tommy for a while. Yeah. You ever yeah. seen Tommy? Yeah. Great. Now hey, Tevin's that, that preview Santa. for for Tevin's Christmas card deal. That's mm-hmm. pretty awesome, man. What yeah, Christmas know? card deal? So, so last year, as a joke, I made a Christmas card where I was like in different Christmas like outfits, laying in front of my Christmas tree, and then I had a friend Photoshop them all together. So there's like six of me, and then I wasn't gonna do one this year, but then people kept asking like, "Oh, what's this year's gonna be?" So I had to go. Saying this above is and beyond. It's the year. first year I haven't I haven't put. Christmas cards out in I don't know twenty years. 20 years. Oh, so like you're, I, you're, yeah. you can pick up them. I didn't. I definitely don't don't send them out because I'm not that committed. But I put it up on like Facebook and Instagram. And oh, I'm not committed uh, to sending yeah. a, I'm like, a yeah. Christmas. And my card. Christmas card yeah. is if you come on my Facebook page, yeah. you'll yeah. see it. Okay. Yeah. That's what it is, so. <laughs> All right. I wouldn't say that anyway. Um, <laughs> oh my god! Well, the way you said it, was like, what did so, she just say? You know what? There's something wrong with you. I just heard half of what just you said. Just because you were like, talking about penises that? all morning on the show. Now no. you're being oh, all Oh, by weird. the way, I'm so proud to be married to this woman at the other end of the table. <laughs> I asked a question this morning. Why are women's vaginas called beavers? Here we go. And it's actually called the pedendum. <laughs> what? It's Why do you the think of this, Tom? <laughs> what, is, what is going on in that brain, Thomas? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody, anybody, anybody know. Call but in. Then the Let other, me know. Well, it doesn't look anything like a beaver. Where do you get beavers? <laughs> it's a literal translation. It has to be literal. Well, and then I always thought it was because they ate wood. 
That's exactly what it is, as it turns out. There you go. Both that and the Eep. beaver eat wood, apparently. Oh, and then, I just had it stuffed. <laughs> so I asked the question, why do they call a penis a pecker? And then my wife <laughs> sends me a message. Know. That's because bad sex, pecking. Yeah. How did you know that? <laughs> well, think of it. Packing. I guess. No, that'd be bad. <laughs> that would be bad. Pecking, pecking. Yeah, yeah, jabbing away like. Ugh. Ugh. Awful. Like you're trying to hit a doorbell. Yeah. No. What the hell is wrong with all you no, people? That would be bad. It's unbelievable. So listen, we got. So if you didn't know that, away. now you do. <laughs> So don't do that. But the weird thing about it is, is it, yes, the, you see that beaver? Well, where are the buck teeth and the flat tail? <laughs> well, I hope to. That's what I'm saying. It's like, what? I think you need to go I'm to I'm thinking of Leslie you. Nielsen here. I love Dr. that. Presley. Yeah. Where she says, Ooh, thanks. nice beaver. Thanks. I just had it stuffed. I just had it stuffed. That's exactly right. It's absolutely true. Uh, so anyway, back to reality. Back to the universe. That is your reality. <laughs> I learned something today. You did. I did. I learned about pecking. Mm. <laughs> I had no idea that's what what it was from. Been doing it wrong this whole time. <laughs> this whole time. <laughs> where did that come up in conversation at breakfast? Like, yeah, where you, did you come up with this? Breakfast. Like, why, like, why were you thinking? Like, what made you somebody? Go? Oh, because it, there's a line of uh, of women's underwear. That has come out, and on the front, of, on the back of the underwear, it has some about, I can't remember what it says, but it's something about an anal sex. And then <laughs> oh, on the right. front of the underwear, it says, look at this beaver. On the, This is for sale now. You can buy <laughs> oh, it. Oh, it's classy. Like no- novelty underwear? Oh, okay. Yeah. So they, they had oh, all so these women. I'm so happy that that exists. You have no idea. They had all these women showing their, their bikini underwear, and it says, uh, check out this beaver or something like that. And I went, why do they call it a beaver? It makes no sense. <laughs> is that is that on Walmart.com next to the Santa cocaine sweater? Probably. <laughs> it probably is at this point. Heaven. It probably is at this yeah. point. We but, got a lot of comments. You know, can I, can I bring this up with the Santa uh, sweater Santa thing real baby. quick? Mm-hmm. I'd love to hear it. Perfect example of people are saying, well, Walmart is selling uh, this sweater with Santa and the lines of cocaine. Right. Well, first of all, it was on Canada's Walmart yes. site, and it was a third-party seller. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, yes, they are responsible to a point. I'm not trying to defend Walmart here. I'm just stating facts. Um, but it was a third-party seller. So, therefore, no, Walmart was not selling it. It just goes to show you the lazy reporting, yes. the headlines that grab people. Walmart was selling. No, no, they weren't. Well, it's you like know, I guess a, ultimately, yeah, it's on their site. It's third party deal. They get a, probably a percentage of the sale, but you know. So anyway, like, I, I'm sorry. I had to blurt that out because I mis I heard that misinterpretation. I don't know how many times last week when that story was circulating. Well, when the social media person for a company like that says something, you know, it's like it's a twelve dollar per hour, probably twenty year old person on their social media they type something stupid and then everyone's like oh, the company believes that i yeah. mean it's just some idiot on social media the company has no beliefs because it's a company it's not a living thing but people so often they anthropomorphize corporations which is weird yeah overgeneralization yeah they mean you know everything is you know yeah i get it it, it just it just really Made my blood boil last week because it's like no, read the story. You know, but uh, it's about clicks anyway. Uh, yes, it is. Yeah, it is all about clicks now. Everything is all about click clicks now. Which I, I don't know. It's oh my god! Thanks so much. Mm. Our listeners send me lovely things like that. Whoa, that was good. That was not it. <laughs> oh yeah, I can see one where it's got a little beaver got a little in the crotch. On there. That's great. And that's then... so cute. Nothing says Christmas like stupid underwear. Oh my God! Did you see the men's one down here in the bottom? No, oh, I can't geez. see that far. Yep, it's yep. got a toucan bill on his penis. <laughs> oh, I like that. Like oh, I like that. <laughs> Yeah, here we go. So sexy. Yeah, exactly. Tom, they've had ones that are elephant trunks. Oh, for oh, men. Oh, oh that guys. They call them banana hammocks. Yeah. <laughs> banana hammocks? Yeah. 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 
Check out Love Your Beaver, Give It Wood. <laughs> That's what it says right on the underwear, honey. It's supposed to be funny, <laughs> I guess. And then there's a pair of underwear that just says Tevin thinks it's funny. Just Tevin's just laughing. Just <laughs> scrolling through a page of women's oh, underwear I'm for snip catchy these things. Bits out. Catchy yeah. things. <laughs> Look at this one here, oh Catherine. Oh my God. <laughs> Love your beaver. Give right. it wood. Of, uh, was it Daniel Levy off of like uh, Shit's Creek? Oh, I love yeah. that. Oh. oh, God. <laughs> that show is way over the top. I love that so show. So funny. Um, well, I, I can't go. I have to close this because <laughs> there's so much stuff on there. It's a, what is pook? Pook? Yeah, because there's women's underwear and on the waistband where it, where it would say, like, you know, Munsingwear or Calvin Klein or whatever right in the front. It just says P-O-O-K. Maybe that's the brand. brand. Pook? <laughs> yeah, a horrible name for a company. Well, they're putting beavers on underwear. Well, so. yeah. I mean, you know, right now insurance companies are hippopotamus, and you know, I mean, they're just. I know what was that all about? I, I guess people don't want to have, you know, they want to have, they want to think of just the weirdest stuff that so that it's not traditional. There's nothing having to do with State Farm. Did you just or, fart again? I heard that, <laughs> Jimmy. No, I did not. Sorry, you laid down. I'm a not going to. I'm not. A, I, I, I'm the sort of person that accepts responsibility. But oh, I, yeah, okay. I do too. I'm, I'm like, gonna, no, I'm somebody says that you fart, and I did. I just say yes. Yes, <laughs> if that. I did, I did. Yes, I did. I farted. I try not to, but sometimes <laughs> I do. It happens. Sometimes. All right. it just does happen. What are you going to do? All I know is now that I saw that pook on the underwear yesterday. We take the grandkids to see Santa. Oh, God, that was Three and a half. monstrous and a half. disaster. Oh, it was unbelievable. <laughs> but, Except so, for the Christmas ornament decorating. Yeah, they that was great. That. Mm-hmm. So Fawny has a little reindeer outline, and then she starts coloring her reindeer outline. And there are these little brown spots all over the face of the, uh, the reindeer. She goes, Bop, Bop, this is for you, and gives it to me and go, what are those little brown spots? Oh, poop. Wait, what? And some lady's listening and starts cracking up. She it's like, laughing like a man. you know what we're not encouraging is the potty humor. <laughs> poop on my reindeer. Thank you. Thank yeah. you so much for that. Well, That's she thinks, crazy. yeah, she thinks the word poop is just the most hilarious oh, thing she that ever it's a happened. Very funny word. Oh yeah. yeah. So Timmy, what do you got on the on the docket for Christmas? Well, uh, it's uh, staying close to home, which is always nice. Yeah, uh, always generally nice. on uh, Christmas Eve, uh, it's to my sister's. And then, uh, which is the homestead, is where mom and dad had their house. Oh, and nice. then uh, Christmas Day, we stay home, mm-hmm. and we have people over. So. Well, it's somebody's birthday on Christmas Day. Oh it? yeah, yeah, that's right. Then there's a certain old, white-haired, white-bearded guy that has his birthday. Jesus has brown hair. <laughs> Not anymore. I'll probably. never fit in. I'll <laughs> never fit in. Yeah, he has to sh- Tim Lammers has to share a birthday with Jesus. Timmy and Jesus. <laughs> That's right. That's Boy, right. when I think of those two together, huh? <laughs> well, my, I'm just going to tell you, my middle initial is J. <laughs> Timmy Jesus Lammers. It's the second coming. Yeah, the second coming of something. So, what is that like to be born on Christmas? Now, when you were a kid, did you get screwed out of birthday or Christmas gifts? You know, it's the number one asked question when yeah. I tell I people bet. that. I bet. And um, the, the, the truth uh, is, is that I never minded it at all because uh, my mom would um, always give me a present early. My brother, one of my brother's birthdays is uh, December 11th. So, I would just get a present on December 11th for my birthday. So, I'd actually get it early. And then in my later years, obviously, uh, I look at it from the perspective of how many people can be around their entire family for their birthday. Yeah. Not too many. And I, I can, you know, and it's nice, you know, so I've never whined about it. I don't have a complex about it. It's, it is just what it is. You know, it's an interesting story, you know. Right. Mom told me that uh, she found a package under the tree with two holes in it. Uh, so I could see out, and uh, that was a fun story when I was growing up, and I still believe it. Aww. Yeah, why would you? Why would <laughs> yeah, you believe yeah, it? Yeah, Mom was so wonderful with, with my birthday and Christmas, so nothing but warm warm memories of it. Silver bells, that's all I know. That's right, that's no, right. No, that is terrific. To be, you know, that's very nice. Handled 
very, very well, having your birthday on a different day or celebrating on a different and day. acting like a grown-up about it. Thank mm-hmm. you for that. Exactly. I, I'm always excited. You know, I didn't get an extra present. You know what else happened? <laughs> I totally, if I had a kid that was born on Christmas Day, I'd totally write happy birthday from Santa on everything. <laughs> on everything. Oh, Santa. Oh, God. Yeah, Santa. Yeah, then all the other kids would be jealous because they didn't get birthday presents. Like, well, too. you should have been born on that day. <laughs> I remember first grade, we were living for a few months in LeSueur, Minnesota. I was going to St. Anne's School down there. For about three months, we lived down there. And I remember one of those months was December. So I'm, you know, four years old because I started, I might have turned five. Yeah, no, I turned five. I had just turned five. Then I'm in first grade, St. Anne's, down in LeSueur. We go out. um, You want to talk poor, man. Oh, God. Was unbelievable. I slept in a dresser drawer. I was at, at five years old. I slept in a dresser oh, drawer. Wah, wah, wah. What do you mean, wah? <laughs> Lots of kids did that. My dad lined it with plastic linings. I think he was trying to do yeah, something. He put dry cleaning bags in it. <laughs> dry cleaning bags in there. Trying to bump me off. Shutting the drawer. Awesome. But I do remember this. We're walking along, and our my oldest brother Terry and Bobby, my oldest sister, are walking along. All of a sudden, they go, "Look, Santa's sleigh is up in the sky. Look, it's right up there." And I looked up, and I turned to my sister and went, "There's nothing up there. What are you talking about?" Because I mean, but it's even a five-year-old kid. You're not going to sucker with that. Oh, start seeing things that aren't there. That'll be good for you in the future. The one and only nice things my brothers ever did for me. One and only <laughs> nice thing ever. Well, that's Otherwise, nice. they were pretty much beating yeah. me up yeah, <laughs> or exactly. tattling on me, one or the other. Right. Yeah. Is that, uh, remember pickup sticks? Sure. Yeah. Do you remember those? No. Oh, nope. Anyway. Sounds like a great game, though. It was just a stupid game that everybody got back in those days, and it was in, in a little tube, and they, they put it out on the lawn. And they were like, Santa dropped a toy for you. You've got to get dressed and come out and get it. And I'm like, well, why don't you guys just go get it <laughs> for me? Get it and they're like, me. because you have to go get it. It's your present. If you don't like, pick it up, good. it'll disappear. So I was, I don't know, I was like maybe four. And I went out there and I saw the present. I, and they had put the dog around there so there were reindeer tracks. <laughs> 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 I fell for it. It was a very magical moment in my life. I suppose it was. Mm-hmm. I suppose it was. Timmy, have a magnificent Christmas. Have a wonderful New Year. Another great year. Thank you, sir. Oh, you're you're most welcome. And of course, I'll talk with you again on the queue on uh, Thursday. This Thursday with Star. Wars. I want to hear Star. you say Car Wars. Star. Car Wars. Car Wars. Come down, And uh, for yeah, Car everybody Wars. else. Uh, yes, have a wonderful uh, Christmas and New Year, and uh, we'll talk next year. Wait a minute, I got to do it how I, they actually made me do it, and I'm holding the uh, item in my hand where they had me record it because I did it like this. Welcome to Car Wars. <laughs> See? I got a little echo with a pop bottle. Oh, I like it. Very high-end radio business right there, ladies and gentlemen. Who needs gentlemen. a board operator when you got a Pepsi bottle? When you got bottle. a Pepsi bottle. <laughs> Come to Car Wars today. Yes. All right, Timmy. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. We'll talk to you next year. All right. Yeah. Thanks, Pally. Well, I'll talk to him, actually, Thursday on the KQ Morning Show. And we'll be right back for Hour 2 with the family.